coming to CuriosityStream. Go on an adventure, 66 million years in the making, with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind-blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history, did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on CuriosityStream. And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Welcome back. Wow, that kind of shocked me. It's a great <laughs> entrance. What's going on? <laughs> uh, so, uh, welcome to another episode. Uh, today is going to be a banger. Uh, today is going to be very fun. We, we lots to cover. About, yes, lots to cover. Uh, we've got five episodes. Uh, it's prob- it is one of the longest arcs in the entire series. Uh, uh, obviously, we are talking about the Geonosis arc. Uh, but let's get into it. Let's do it. I'm... You never would have made it as Obi-Wan's battle. But you might make it as mine. Again, welcome back to the Pod, Pod Wands podcast. Uh, let's drop these boys in. Luke. Uh, <laughs> and I've got my uh, co-host, Charlie Johnson, Char Char J. Greetings, welcome in. And recurring guest, hey. Harris Productions, who actually has his camera on this time. Yay. Yeah. HP. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Harris, how's it going, dude? It's going good. How about you? I'm all right, dude. Obviously, <laughs> Ready. if you look at my glasses, I'm a very excited man. I, I can tell. Well, I wonder what you're excited about, huh? I, it's really, can't, uh-huh. I can't really tell. Probably, probably the Kenobi show, you know? Yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And newcomer. First timer, Aiden talks Star Wars topics. What's going on? Hey, what's on? up, everyone? Welcome in, Aiden. Doing great. Doing great. Excited to be I, here. Let's do it's gonna, this. It's going to be awesome. It's gonna I'm be glad great. that you're finally here. We've been talking on and off for a couple months now, and we've been yeah. waiting to have you on. And today's the day. So, welcome in. Yeah. It's going to be Thanks, awesome. Guys. Appreciate it's, it. It's fun. It's fun. I never thought um, this would come. Not yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so, uh, everybody, as everybody knows, uh, we do our rankings at the end. Padawan is meh. Um, uh, what Jedi Knight is good. Jedi Master is great, and Grandmaster is Chef's Kiss. So, talking about the first episode. Season two, episode four, Senate Spy. Char, 
Take her away. All right. (laughs) I got to do five of these now. This is going to be a pain in my behind, but it's going to be okay. I'm all for it. Are you ready? Let's go. Let's do it. I don't think you're ready. All right. Let's see if this is, is that, is this the one? <laughs> oh, yeah, right here. Okay, ready? Take two. All right, ready? Go. Go. Three, two, one. That was weird. Anyway, ready? Treachery in the Senate. Jedi Council suspects that Senator Rush Clovis is secretly taking part in a separatist conspiracy, but to find out what the separate uh, senator from Scipio, or Scipio, I'm sorry, Scipio is up to, the council will need a spy of its own. Meanwhile, Jedi Knight Anakin Skywalker has been away from Coruscant on a lengthy, (laughs) oh my god, I have to do four of these, on a lengthy tour of duty leading the clone army. Now Anakin returns for a long-awaited reunion with his wife Padme Amidala. All right, so yeah, four out we, of ten. We pan. We, yeah, that that was that was a rough. But you got <laughs> you okay. got you you've got four more. Uh, so we start off. Anakin discreetly returns to Coruscant to Padme's apartment. He surprises her. Um, they have a nice little back and forth, which again, with the hostage crisis uh, arc. It really was really good to see the like dynamic between Padme and Anakin in a different light than what we see in the prequels. Um, that's something that I really enjoyed. Uh, and might I just say, Padme is the perfect choice, and I love that they the council picked her and she said no in the beginning, and then they were like, Oh, Skywalker can get her to do it. <laughs> They know. They know the truth. It's just like it's like they know. It's like they know. They just don't want to say anything about the relationship. They're just like, oh, we can get Skywalker to do it. There's no way. The truth. It's not the last time they'll ask something of Anakin. Uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) This is true. This is true. It won't. It won't be the last time. Uh, so uh, obviously, and so we get a shot of the council chamber. Yoda's talking about Clovis uh, with Mace and in, in Obi Wan, uh, and obviously they're talking about Clovis, all this and that. And then Mace Wind, Mace Windu's like, uh, summon Skywalker, and Obi Wan's like, I've been trying to do that for hours now. <laughs> Pan back to like Anakin and, and Padme, and they like try to get close, and then his his wrist uh, alarm goes off. And he's like, "Oh man, I've been dodging, uh, <laughs> I've been dodging Obi Wan for seven clicks, <laughs> which means seven hours." <laughs> what are you? Why didn't you just say, "Come on, Obi Wan, you got to be smarter than that"? Come on. He he knew where uh, he knew where Anakin was going. Come on. Oh yeah, absolutely. He had to. He just um, knows Anakin's up to his usual shenanigans. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fooling around with the old senator, eh? Uh, <laughs> As he always does. As he <laughs> always does. Um, so he... Also, another thing about the... Uh, when he comes in, he nonchalantly says, Oh, uh, she's like, where's your transport? Or where's your ship? He's like, ah, blew up. <laughs> nonchalantly. Like, ah, it's gone. Like, another day in the office. Losing another ship. 
Who cares? That's Anakin in a nutshell. Yeah. Like with his character in Clone Wars, it's basically Anakin. He just treats his ships like garbage, but he's a great flyer. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, great pilot. Well, one thing that's pilot uh, of the galaxy. One thing that's interesting in the conversation between Anakin and Padme, it kind of um, calls back to the hostage crisis episode, but it's kind of a different dynamic now. Because when Obi-Wan calls him while they're together, uh, Anakin's like, um, duty should be first, especially in wartime. Whereas in the hostage crisis episode, nothing is more important to me than my love for you. Why don't you feel the same way? So it's an interesting. Anakin is definitely a flip-flopper uh, when it comes to these oh, yeah. interactions with Padme. And it's very apparent uh, oh, to yeah. see this I... different take in this episode, which is cool to see. Absolutely. That is like, that's, that's, that's a great point. And we'll get into the toxicity of the relationship here in a little bit. We'll get a nice little scene between them two. Uh, so Anakin uh, goes to the council. They are like, Hey, Skywalker, get her to say yes. Get her to say yes. Just basically. She, they're like, so uh, she already turned us down. But we know you can you can do it, buddy. Come on, come on. And Anakin goes, I I I don't think she's qualified. And he obviously is putting his own selfishness in the way so that he, that she doesn't end up with Clovis. Or he he's he's putting his jealousy ahead of everything else. And um, it's to do that and so he's like okay fine i'll go talk to her about it and so i think it's the next day anakin goes into the senate building and he goes to talk to padme and padme goes oh general skywalker it looks like you finally made time for me and he he whispers he goes you still mad about last night like every (laughs) every single couple has that night where where the guy either screws up and the girl is upset about it the next morning and they don't let it go, which is <laughs> happens. It happens to all of us. And like when I heard that, I was like, gosh, I've, I've had that happen too many times. Anybody else get that like feeling of that vibe when that happened? Way too many times for me. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Way, way too many. Times. <laughs> actually it was one pretty recently <laughs> with me. Oh, so, yeah. 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 I know how I that know. feels. It's like, I don't know. You, you feel like you're, you're trapped in a glass box and you're just like, how do I get out of this? <laughs> <laughs> I can't relate at all, but yeah. <laughs> um, so then we get those two talking. Uh, oh, another thing that I forgot to mention is that the Jedi Council knew more about Padme and Clovis's relationship than Anakin did. And yeah, I which I found it to be weird. Yeah, like, how do I they did know do so much about him? Like uh, even like his personal life. I mean, they they did their due diligence, that's for sure. Damn right. <laughs> I guess the Jedi's are just. I guess they're just good at doing research papers. I don't know. I guess so too. Or maybe um, maybe the Jedi Council just looked at Wikipedia. Just looked at <laughs> they, they just pulled Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. So back to Anakin talking to Padme in the Senate. So they get. I, like, how is there not a session of the Senate going on? Like, it's the, the, the whole place is empty. There's not one person in there. 
and those two are like, all right, let's take one of these shuttle things and like talk in the middle of the Senate room where there's <laughs> nobody around, ironically. Um, and they talk about how Anakin's like, you, I, you aren't going to do this, Michigan. I'm not going to let you. And she goes, excuse me? You're not going to let me? Like, I've done more dangerous things than this. Like, what are you talking about? And, like, I loved that. Um, uh, I, I, I love that dynamic. And, and, it, and it just goes to show you that Padme is a very strong-willed uh, um, uh, person. And, it, and, it, and I just love that. And uh, um, in, in that moment, she turns on Anakin's line about duty coming first, especially in wartime. So it was an even bigger slap in the face when he had his own point used against him in this instance for her to oh, yeah. get her yeah, point across. I, yeah, and it, it, do, it does. It does get across. That's absolutely true. Absolutely true. Um. So Anakin's like, oh, now you're going to do it? Or, or I guess I'm going to have to just protect you. So she shows up to the council chamber with Anakin, and she, they start talking, and Yoda asks... Uh, uh, Yoda has a weird... I can't remember exactly what he says, but, like, um, it was, like... Anakin's like, how close were you guys? And she's like, uh, I don't know, close, I guess? <laughs> Um, but like, it's so, it, it's so weird. It's, it's so weird how the Jedi can use their senses to, 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 to see that Clovis is a traitor, but they like, can't sense that there's a relationship between Padme and Anakin so, or they just don't accept it. <laughs> one of my favorite memes around the Clone Wars is, I don't know if you've, if you've seen the office meme where it's like Michael Scott and he's like, if I had a bullet and I, <laughs> I've had two bullets yes. and a gun. And he goes, Anakin's like, I would just shoot Clovis twice. Yeah, I'd shoot Toby twice. I'd shoot Toby twice. No, I'd shoot Clovis twice. He's like, I'd shoot Clovis twice. No, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Um, So she gets, she says that she's going to do anything for the Republic. Like, she's down for it. And so we see Clovis, our first introduction to Clovis. And let me tell you, he just screams slime ball. Just, just not yeah. good guy vibes. Not good guy vibes at all. Um, so they have a nice little dinner. He tells her about Cato Nemoidia, which we're going to learn more about in the Brotherhood uh, book, which if you don't pre-order it, pre-order it because it's going to be so awesome. Anyway, <laughs> um, and... <laughs> Like it's so funny throughout this art, this episode. Like Clovis tries to get close, and like it's either Anakin or Padme herself that just like friend zones the shit out of him. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, you can't win. You're never gonna win because you're competing against a Jedi Knight who is notorious like being the most badass Jedi in the entire galaxy. Like, there's not much you can like compete with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um it's just it's it's so so weird. Um what did you guys get from all the interaction between Clovis and Padme? Had me feeling really weird. <laughs> it's like Yeah. Yeah, they 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 had a pass and it sounded like they were very mutual 
and they were friends. And then, like, as time goes on, you see Clovis just getting, you know, it's like, this is not the past, Clovis. You know, you, you uh-huh. can move on from this. But he, he just loves to turn it on. Yeah. It's a, uh, he just decides to do what he thinks is uh, right in his eyes, but uh, in some oh, yeah. person's eyes, particularly Anakin, uh, <laughs> oh, it's yeah. different. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Aiden, what are your thoughts? I mean, all the scenes and the interactions between um, Padme and Clovis uh, really reinforce the point as to why she's the perfect choice. Uh, because in the exact moment, she's like, oh, you know, I want to reestablish our friendship again. Clovis is like, all right, yeah, you know what? I'm going to Cato Moidia. Why don't you come with me so we can restart our friendship? So all the puzzle pieces fit perfectly into the spy scheme that the Jedi Council was inducing in this moment, which was it, it, it couldn't have worked better than it did. It was the perfect circumstances. Yeah, uh, it's like this episode, like this episode is just like seeing what Padme could have been with. And it's like you got a toxic, you got a, you got a toxic boyfriend that's just like, or a husband that's like, no, you don't get to do this, that, that, this and that. And then you just have the friends up. <laughs> I was suddenly hey. pointing at my Thrawn alliance and stuff. That's what I was joking. Doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's just like, what, what in the world are we doing? Um, so Anakin ends up becoming a pilot. He's dr- he's incognito as a pilot, and like so, Clovis tries to sit in the in the uh, seat next to Padme, and Anakin can see it on the uh, screen, and he just like jolts and. <laughs> And Clovis just is like, God oh, darn it. And I'm just like, I look at that and I go, that good, good call. Cause she was about to get like, not appropriate at all. Yeah. Yeah. That's see, like, that's why I think he's a slime ball. He's a slime ball for sure. Yeah. And again, I'm not trying to like use my knowledge of later seasons but like i can't stop thinking of lost missions episodes as clovis oh god that's (laughs) That's even worse that's what i'm flashing in my mind right now oh my god um so they make it to cato namordia um uh clovis meets with the senator from the trade federation and they are talking and then they go to the back room and God, that guy is the worst. I can't think of his name. What is the Trade Federation senator's name? Lock Dodd. Yeah, Lock Dodd. Worst senator ever. Worst senator ever. Um, so he, Plo- uh, he, Clovis, and Poggle, all of a sudden, Poggle shows up out of nowhere. It's just like, all of a sudden, he's like, uh, uh, I agree, Lord Poggle. And you just see Poggle come out of frame. It's like, <laughs> Where the hell were you the entire time? <laughs> Probably what hiding. What is this? Oh, yeah. It's just like, what in the world's going on? Them um, wild Geonosians. Oh, yeah. Dude, wild... He was probably having a comedy night. Oh, probably. I mean, he just wanted to have a little chit-chat with uh, yeah. his good old buddy Dodd. Dodd, luck Dodd. Um, <laughs> I, I, and Clovis, you get to hear uh, the, the in-between saying that it's going to be the largest factory ever seen in the in the in the entire galaxy which is 
kind of interesting. Um, because I mean the droid factory that they had previously there in episode two was pretty large, so take that times a thousand, I guess. Um I can't remember how the is it is it because Padme walks into the Padme walks into the area, right? And they all have to hide besides Clovis. Yeah, po- Poggle hides and then they turn off the hologram. And she's oh, like, yeah. Oh, I was looking for you, Clovis. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, Padme is so subtle. <laughs> oh yeah, so subtle. Um, so she so they he takes her on a tour. Um there's like a little backdrop where you can see the overlining city. Um, and like, I thought that shot of them eating dinner at night with like the city behind it was a great shot. Um, so then after dinner or well, no, not after dinner. So before dinner, I'm jumping around. I'm sorry. Uh, so she comes <laughs> down, she's looking, she's looking pretty good. And one of the only like non episode three, like, Hey, copy paste animation <laughs> costumes that she has um she uh comes down and she like lock dodd puts like poison on the cup and she drinks it um flash forward to the dinner she starts getting a little wobbly right but she just thinks it's like she's fatigued or whatever um so then clovis takes her back to the place where she was earlier uh, where the plans are, and she fakes like she's a great spy, by the way. Like she she can do anything. She plays off like, oh, I need a drink of water, and Clovis, Clovis being that friend zone. Oh, 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 okay, I'll go get it. I'll go get it <laughs> yeah. for you. I'll go get like, it for you. If if I were to compare Padme and Clovis, uh, Padme is like. Have you, do you guys you guys are familiar with Brock from the Pokemon series? Yeah. Like every single time he's in a movie Brock or an episode, he always simps for a girl. Yeah. That is that is Clovis here. <laughs> like yeah. it's honestly it's it's very similar to what to what Brock does in Pokemon. <laughs> he's like, I'll get you some punch. Yeah, yeah. I'll go get you some punch. The lady uh, wants punch. Yeah, dude. That is very much like Clovis. Um Aiden, Pad- anything Padme's like, I was so lonely and <laughs> I, I wanted you. Like, uh, it's perfect. It's perfect. Oh uh, yeah. It's a perfect, perfect way to make him perfect. reveal his plans. Yeah. I Aiden, what do you got? you got anything on that? Clovis is a creeper, man. I mean, that sums it up pretty much. Except he does not explode when he gets into close range. That is correct, Char. That is correct. Yeah. (laughs) I would like to say that Clovis is a capital S simp lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he simp as in like girl simp, or is he he simp like Phineas and Ferb simp? You know, scrolls in my pants. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Um, so dear Lord. uh so she ends up uh hugging she ends up going to uh the hologram uh puts in all of these passwords and then says padme cre- I, even more creepy red and flag she's like, oh okay red flag. <laughs> yeah red flag my alarms would be going off for sure um so uh I, so she gets the 
the disc. Uh, Anakin goes searching for her, finds her in there. She, her and Clo- Clovis are hugging, but she does behind his back, like, I'm going to drop this. She drops it. Anakin uses the force, gets it back to R2. Padme passes out because she's been poisoned. Uh, Clovis goes and talks to Lock Dodd, threat- threatens to use the banking clan to shut down everything if she doesn't get uh, get the um, cure. Um, he then Lock Dodd tells him that Padme is a spy. He doesn't. Be- Clovis doesn't believe it. Goes back, sees the thing's gone, accuses her. Anakin comes in like, don't you touch her. Basically like, I'm going to queue up if you even take a step towards her. <laughs> and uh, like, I was just like, this episode, I, I, this arc is great. This episode is one of the weakest ones, in my opinion. It is. Yeah, It's not the best we've seen the, the episode with Clovis and Padme. It's not the best. It's a good it's a good startup, but it it's doesn't really establish much. It's an introduction to their story. Like all it all it does is just tells us that Rush, Clovis, and Padme had a relationship. And Rush is that type of guy where it's like, you know, I know we had a pass, but you know, I still got feelings for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, this, this episode... if I can get you if I can get you a, a glass of Jawa juice, I can. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> That's so bad. Yeah, this this episode is just a stepping stone for the larger aspects of the arc. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Nice. Um, so Anakin, R two, and uh, Padme all escape. Uh, I love how uh, Clovis is like, "Give me the disc. I gave you the cure." And he's like, "Uh, maybe, maybe next time, Clovis." Anakin gets the like little aha one. I trust in your survival <laughs> skills, Clovis. Yeah, I, I love that response. That's such an yeah. Anakin-esque response. It is like, very much. You so. know, I would, but you know, I think you're gonna do just. I gotta fine. take this back. I believe in you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't care. Who yeah. Cares? So basically, with that, that's the episode, and and that's also um, why we felt so happy when he said that because we see Clovis as this this dude that's just trying to slide into Padme's DMs, <laughs> and we don't care about him. <laughs> Nah, and he's yeah. working for the separatists. So we're just like, get yeah. out of here. Shoot. He's a slamo. He's Die with a the rest. <laughs> um, so that is going to be it for that episode for Senate Spy. Uh Char, episode five, landing at point rain. Okay. All right, let's do this. Hopefully, hopefully this time it'll be better. All right. Okay. All right, this is how you properly count down from three, three, <laughs> two, one. Counterattack with the clone army stretched into endeavor. In- <laughs> I'll start from the beginning. <laughs> Counterattack with the clone army stretched in desperate attempt to engage General Grievous' Starfleet. Separatist planets that were once thought secure are now rising up against the Republic. On Geonosis, Separatist leader Paco the Lesser, safe in his newly racialed factories. Created thousands of terrible new weapons, which which march off the assembly line against the outnumbered clone army. I got more to go. The Jedi, <laughs> resolute in their effort to restore order to the Republic, mount a massive invasion to retake Geonosis and shut down Pago's factories of terror once and for all. And let me just start off this episode. Out. This that was this 
the, that was great. This episode is one of my favorite standalone episodes. Like it, it's like the for the arc, it's it, this arc is one of my favorites. This episode in particular is awesome because it shows like what actually it looks like on the battlefield. And that's what I I we get a lot of that from time to time, but like I feel like that's where the show really thrives is is like moments like these. You know what I mean? Heavily yeah. inspired by World War II films, especially yep, yep, during yeah. the Yeah, in the uh, in the quote at the beginning of the episode too, it's probably my favorite my favorite quote in any Clone Wars episode. And it's it's very it's very basic, but it it's it, it says a lot. It just says believe in yourself or no one else will. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a simple, yeah. you know moral that you should have where if you don't trust yourself you shouldn't trust anyone else you have to you have to love yourself in order to love others and i take that's hard so yeah so a good oh, yeah. lesson to keep for sure so uh we start off with obi-wan and uh kiani mundi talking on the okay, so they're not venators. What are they? The acclimators. Yeah, acclimators. Okay, and you only see them in the first two seasons of the Clone Wars, right? Um, there is one in the intro sequence for the Umbara arc. Um, oh, is there really? That, yeah, it's landing on Umbara. I'm pretty sure, or it's heading towards it. Um. But yeah, it's that's in, yeah, season four. Yeah, it's, it's in the big. Yeah, you're right. It's in the big opening sequence when they're trying to drop down. Yeah, and I think oddly enough, they actually are on a venator uh, when the episode starts and they have the briefing with, you know, the outer rim command. But then they all transfer to acclimators with their respective battalions. Yeah, they do. They do start on a venator. And then yep. afterwards, when they have their meeting with Luminara, Windu, Yoda, Palpatine, then that's when they all uh, <laughs> they, they all, all hop off the, ship. Uh, um, so you think after the first battle of Geonosis, the Republic would have been like, "Hey, let's leave a garrison here. <laughs> like, let's not let's not let them take this over again." They uh, definitely did. Yeah, uh, it's just like, man, we really screwed up here. It's like. This is the home world of the of the trade, not the trade federation, but like the Geonosians, who are a big factor into like building for the trade federation and, and the separatist alliance. Like, come on, they, we, there would have had to have been somebody there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I, I think you know, not to jump ahead too much in the arc, but we do kind of get an answer as to why the garrison was quiet on Geonosis after. The the first battle this is very true that does make sense that does make a whole lot of sense yeah i love what how obi-wan and cody's banter that's what i yes. love before this when yeah. obi when cody was saying oh no i wasn't there on the first battle of geonosis um and then obi-wan was like well you didn't you didn't miss much i was a, uh, I was chained to a pole and was attacked by <laughs> by humongous monsters and uh and then Cody's like, that sounds entertaining. <laughs> and then Obi-Wan's like, it was. 
for the Gene Oceans. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so um, when Keandi and, and Obi-Wan are talking, Anakin and Ahsoka uh, show up. And why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. It's time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at PenFed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Uh, and Anakin are having a competition of war, which I don't know if they may try to do a callback, but I definitely got Legolas Gimli vibes yes. from Two Towers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they make a a bet. It's not really bet. They just keep tabs of how many droids they've destroyed, and I think that's very. It, it calls back to that in my mind. And then it also uh, has, like, it, it comes back in the episode as well. So that, I thought that was interesting. Well, um, I was going to say, well, it does track for Dave Filoni because Dave Filoni is a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Lord of the Rings fan. fan. Yeah, yeah, so it does right. track for him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we go back to the, um, when they're meeting with Windu and Yoda and everybody else. Um, Ahsoka talks about the gun placements and Anakin states, we won't have to worry about that. That's way out of the way. Hmm. Never say Foreshadowing. Never. Foreshadowing. Hit me in the face as hard as you can. Um, I just found that funny because of what they have to deal with there. And, and let me tell you, they severely under uh, overestimate the uh, or underestimate the Geonosians. Oh, yeah, for sure. And Palpatine's like, even like, oh, devoting three generals to one spot seems kind of dangerous. And then off screen, he's like, yeah, can we move all military assets to where they're going <laughs> to land and then just blow them yeah. up? Yeah. Can we make it not so easy? Like, Palpatine's like, good, good, go to that landing point. Good. Like, if it wasn't for Palpatine, well, I mean, this war wouldn't happen, but it, like, if it wasn't for Palpatine, do you realize how easy the Republic would win wars? <laughs> Yeah. It, the, the Clone Wars would have ended years ago. I don't oh, yeah. know. I, I think the Separatists may have won the war, honestly. I mean, they did have more numbers. They did. But we had Captain Rex. <laughs> 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 who's, who's more uh, who's worth more than a thousand droids. Um, so, and like, the Bad Batch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's, come on now. Uh, so, like Char was saying, Cody states that he wasn't uh, part of the first battle, uh, which debunks a lot of theories uh, back in when Revenge of the Sith came out. They're like, oh, so Cody was the the commander that Yoda was talking to in Attack of Clones. That no, was- that was Pons. And yeah, there's a lot Pons. of theories that clones throughout the trilogies. Um, like, everyone thinks that 
Rex was at the first battle of Geonosis where uh-huh. he even said that he wasn't there. Yeah. Um, at least I didn't think he said, but I knew I know for a fact that Rex what, wait, was Rex there? I don't think he was. I don't or, think or maybe I'm either. just talking stupid. The I think like the only reference we have as to what all the battles he served in, which is in the Rebels episode in season two, he's like, Oh yeah, I served with Ahsoka from the Battle of Christophsis to the mm-hmm. Siege of Mandalore. Yeah, but Ahsoka but, wasn't there on Geonosis. Right, exactly. So it's an incomplete a list of all the where the yeah, yeah, yeah he says that from the time that he served with Ahsoka, not with the yeah, Republic. Right. So it's right. like I just got, I just got. Oh, dude, what if we get the introduction of Rex for the first time in Brotherhood? That's, that's what I was thinking. Oh, what? Uh, Rex is his first introduction in canon will be in the Brotherhood arc, or not the brother, but the Brotherhood book. Oh, or is see his first live action appearance. Well, with Tamara Morrison on Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> is he like? Is it, I think he's dead by that point, honestly, because Rex is uh, like aging. But we don't know well, what kind of what kind of stuff is going on. We don't know like the genetics of clones. We don't know how old they they can last. Like, well, yeah, like Rex was still alive in four ABY. It's five years later. I don't think five years will be that damaging to a clone's lifespan no, but, he's yeah. gonna, but he's gonna be a fossil yeah he yeah be. but he won't be dead at least i think yeah. yeah so uh on the so they get they get in the gunships which by the way the gunships are the best ships you cannot argue with me those are the cool sound the sound of them like the the like the look, just the look of them. It's so like nice to look at. And, and a fun little thing about um, Obi Wan's gunship specifically, the um, art on the uh, nose of the gunship is actually uh-huh. a Nexu, which is one of the creatures present um, in the Geonosis arena. Yeah, the while big he cap. was captured in Episode Two, so I thought that was a cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was just looking back on it. I was um, I was uh looking on it on my phone that's actually true the next there's a yeah. there's an exu on uh on the ship hold on let me uh i think it would have been pause. um a, a nicer reference if it was an acolyte on the front of it because oh, that was yes. the, the creature he fought specifically but it, it's a cool call pack for sure nonetheless yeah, yeah right there i don't know if you can see it but yeah yep. it's right there wow that's cool i never noticed that yeah so that is awesome uh like they didn't learn the first time that the Geonosian Geonosians were like hard to kill. Yeah. They're, like, they're pretty form- formidable. I mean, look at attack of the clones. They get shot down so easily in that movie, in that second half of the Geonosis when they get in the, in the gunships. It's like, okay, so uh, round two, uh, we're going to do the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to hope that we don't all get shot down. We're going uh, to go a straight line, straight up. Yeah. Yeah. Straight line. We're not going to try to, Jig jag or uh, avoid anything. Well, and this time the Geonosians were prepared for a fight, whereas they had the resources at their disposal during the first battle of Geonosis, but the Republic kind of showed up out of nowhere. So That's the true. element of surprise is no longer a factor. And they're they have their defenses prepped and they're ready for a fight. That's true. That's very true. And I and I love their weaponry. Their guns oh, yeah. sound so cool. The, the, the sonic <laughs> blasters. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I remember playing I the agree. OG Battlefront. 
yeah and hearing what? that sound yep. in the in the big in the big turrets and the and the geonosian weapons oh my god the sound of it it's like it just screams prequel star wars oh yeah. my god it's awesome so good um so we get the i can't remember which so the gunship is uh and uh obi-wan's like i can't remember it what they were saying anybody got anything to add through the commentary um, not so much for obi-wan but um kiati mundi is getting on his gunship and admiral yarn's like oh good good luck general and kiati mundi's like there's no such thing as luck and then you know, oh, he yeah. goes off in his gunship and Oh yeah, that, that, that's the that's yeah. the biggest clip where people hold against Kiati Mundi. We're just like, there's no such thing as luck. And he's like, maybe we'll need a little bit of luck at our side. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> come on, dude. Yeah, yeah. Kiani Mundi is the worst. Yeah. Kiani Mundi is the worst, and there's no <laughs> way you can tell me any different. Just saying. Like elements that on they fly now. Like if they, if they just killed Kiati Mundi earlier in the Clone Wars, uh, I don't think the Jedi would have that much problems. No, yeah, he is the root of all the issues that like are mm-hmm. wrong with the Jedi at that point. But um, we do get a shot of a clone stating, "Good thing they can't aim," and then his gunship immediately <laughs> gets destroyed. Up. Like, God, you gotta have. I feel like, Star terrible. Wars has a tendency to implement a lot of irony with their yes. <laughs> with their content. Not even just like old Clone Wars, like even in the ba- uh, no, not the Bad Batch. Um, I'm pretty sure there was some scenes of the Bad Batch, but in the Mandalorian yeah. with, with Cara yeah. Dune, where she's like, oh, great, one X-Wing, we're saved. I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just, um, just this whole sequence where they're they're going in to land at Point Rain is, is so yeah. cool, um, mm-hmm. especially, like, the different shots we get. Like, we even get, like, a first, well, like, a slightly first-person view out of one of the bubble turrets, which oh, we yeah. haven't seen the bubble turrets since episode two they aren't like a standard attachment to the gunships yeah. or like the floodlights as well that's they're an that's attachment right yeah and uh like it's it kind of it reminds me of like um from world war ii like the b-17 flying fortress and the mm-hmm. turrets that they had which yeah. were more of like a, a semicircle, but yes. it's the same concept and same idea especially um you know, George is calling back to probably World War II films he grew up on, uh, which was really cool to see in the sequence. No, yeah, absolutely. Like that's 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 crazy. Um, I, and I I always knew that that was like a big thing, but like all three of them don't make it to the point, except for Obi Wan's the only one that makes it to the landing point, but he lands in front of the landing point. Yeah. <laughs> he overshoots it. Um. Uh, Rex, no, Cody is the only one that makes it to Point Rain. He's the only person yep. to make it there. Uh, he's like, uh, Cody, get the tanks down, get the tanks down. And he's like, all right, well, let's get the can- let's get the tanks down. Pilot, begin <laughs> landing sequence. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, pilot, uh, begin landing sequence. Have fun uh, down there, boys. <laughs> yeah. And as the other as the other pilot takes off, he's like, yeah, they, these poor bastards. This isn't gonna be good. You know, another detail that I like about this entire arc is that another thing the Republic learned from the first Battle of Geonosis and having to return again, they actually have stylized their armor to provide some camouflage. Not for the 501st, unfortunately, because they're just stuck with the white Phase 1 armor, but the um, 
Kiati Mooney's battalion gets the brown and yellow special operations clone armor. Yes. And then the 212th gets the digital desert camo armor and the ARF trooper armor, not just regular phase one clone trooper armor, um, which well, is really cool to see. So that's just the the armor that they have. It's just a different uh, type of it because it looks like the same design that they had in the uh, Trespass episode, right? Where they look like snowtroopers a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for the Kiati Mooney guys, yeah. They, yeah. They, and uh, even that that type of even that type of clone showed up actually in the cat and mouse episode um, with a, a, a gray and black coloration on the <gasps> um, Corvette that was used to take down Admiral Trench. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's just... So it's it's another cool callback to see that they're you know using different types of armor, um, especially. Like the special operations and the ARF trooper armor. Yeah, it's it is interesting. Uh, yeah, that's what, that's what exactly what the forty uh, first did, like <laughs> with uh, with their with their forest looking color on, on Kashyyyk, and yeah, they they should have done it more. Like I feel like the five hundred first would have been much more effective if they camouflaged themselves with the terrain that they're fighting on. Oh, for and sure. it would have made it yeah. would have changed the outcome of some battles, hopefully. But yeah. I don't yeah, know the, why. Where there could be there could be you know bright white uniforms in a sandy, yeah. dusty. The forty first elite corps and the five hundred first definitely got done dirty in the second battle of Geonosis in terms oh, of camouflage. Sure. Definitely not. Yeah. It, it might have been like we don't have enough armor to supply, so we're just gonna choose. These two battalions like, to give the like, armor come to. on, come on, Republic. Have you ever heard of ghillie suits? <laughs> yeah. yeah, anyway. Um, so Anakin and, and Ahsoka obviously land far north or south. I can't remember. If I it think it's north, north. Or, isn't it? Like, north because Obi-Wan's south and Anakin and Ahsoka are, are north, they're yeah, but they eventually kind of end up east because that's where the wall with the gun emplacements is. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's like they go north and they go east and they go back south. Yeah, it's it's yeah. kind of a weird path. So uh, we get them, Anakin, and Anakin's worried. Obviously, uh, he's trying to get uh, reinforcements from Obi Wan. Obviously, he's not getting them, and he and he says, "The one time I need Obi Wan, and he's not able to help me." <laughs> and uh, it, it was just it so ironic. So then he started giving orders to Rex and then Ahsoka starts worrying about Obi-Wan and Anakin does a great job of getting her mind back into the battle where her needs to be. He's like, I'm worried too, but like we can't do anything unless we can help, unless we can, uh, unless we can get to him. So we got to focus. This scene ties directly to the quote at the beginning of the episode. We have to take care of ourselves. If you want to help Obi-Wan, you know, believe in ourselves. Yeah, believe in ourselves, and then we can have others believe in us. So we head back to uh, Commander Cody's uh, part of the battle, um, and Waxer and Boyle, my boy, Waxer and Boyle in the scout trooper armor, legit, love it, love yes. it. Yeah, Waxer has his Numa decal on his helmet, which is oh, really yes. cool. Yes. 
Um, so they show up. Um, they go out and uh, try to get to Obi-Wan's down gunship. Uh, is it Wax or is it Boyle? I can't remember which one says it. He goes, why do we get all the fun missions? It's and definitely then, Boyle because Boy, oh, yeah, that's Boyle. the personality he has. He's yeah, like, Boyle, oh. Boyle says, Boyle's like, why do we get all the fun missions? And Wax is like, that's not the fun part. Getting back is the fun part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, yes, these two are in my top five for like clone wise. Like it goes Rex, Cody, then Gregor, then uh, Hunter in the Bad Batch for clones for me. Um, oh, but Hauser's also out up there too. Commander Hauser is so good. Commander Hauser. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. But. Uh, so they end up uh rescuing Obi Wan, uh, getting him back to the square. Which I mean, Waxer and Boyle are just built different, man. They're just <sighs> built different. Uh, so why? Why? If you why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Like, it's kind of not really a question. I know the answer to it anyway. But it's like, I wonder, like, the Republic's got to be like, how did they know we were coming, A? B, where the hell did they get all this shit from? And it's just like, huh, I wonder... Like being an audience audience member and watching the show sometimes, she's just like, gosh. It's just so ridiculous. <laughs> um, then we see Keani Mundi also coming across, and he's like the first shot you see of him, he's like got his lightsaber and cutting through uh a barrier. I don't know what those things are, but those are massive. Yeah. Anybody got any insight on those? Um, I'm pretty sure I may be wrong about this, but since the Geonosians learned from the first battle of Geonosis that the Republic utilizes walkers um, as their armored support, mm-hmm. um, I think those are like a derivation on, um, I forget, but like um, on the assault on Normandy, they had like these um, shape things. Yes. That would the block the, the tanks, like the exit things. And they would block the... Uh, tanks and armor from rolling up the beach so i think they just constructed those to prevent the tanks from being able to take that route and probably force them into a bottleneck to take them out yeah that makes sense uh char what'd you say oh no oh no we got robo char robo char oh no is it worse than robo carter uh i don't know it might have been can you guys hear me? Am I good? 
You're good. There you yeah, go. Good. Okay, I was, good. I, what I was saying was, is it just essentially a roadblock? Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. Basically. Which I have no uh, idea what exactly they are in the ground, but Keanu is able to cut them down pretty easily. So. Yeah. So, obviously... Keanu Mooney gets an update. Uh, what's the commander's name again? Clone Commander Jet. Jet gets an update on all the battlefronts, and he looks up and he sees a cave, and he's like, "Uh, we gotta go through there. Like, I think that's the best way to go." It's like, okay, but what are we gonna do with the tanks? We can't just like leave them here. Like, what? Like, I don't understand. Did they just like walk? All the way across to the other side, or did um, they get picked up? I'm pretty sure uh, Kiati Mooney was like, "Leave some men to watch the tanks, and then we'll go this way." Yeah. To okay. Meet so up then with Skywalker. They, so then they got. So the, I'm assuming the LA. It's a different type of gunship. It's one that picks them up. It's a different call sign or whatever. I can't remember what they're called, but those pick them are pick are used to pick up the ATTEs for sure. Yeah. I, I think they just might be left there. I, I don't remember. No, yeah. Um, so Keanu Mundi and his forces go in, and they're like, "Oh, the cave! This, this, this will be great. This will be great." Yeah, they're um, they get... pause. They're called the L A A T Cs. It's the exact L-A-T-C. same, okay. ex- exact yeah, same as yeah. L A A T, like low altitude assault transport, but it just uh-huh. carrier slash C slash carrier. C. Yeah, yeah. Carrier, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Um, so. Uh, Keanu Moody's like, oh, okay, let's get some light in here. Turns on his lightsaber. All of a sudden, these gene oceans start attacking. And honestly, I wish we would have had this episode for Halloween because in that scene is terrifying. Oh, absolutely and, terrifying. Yeah, and there's there's the clone with the backpack and the like little tracker thing that detects fluctuations in the air pressure due to oh, fluttering yeah, wings. Right. And that's kind of a callback. Well, it's kind of a reference to the Alien franchise where Ooh. with the trackers that they used in Aliens, the second film. So, which there are a lot more Alien references <laughs> in this arc moving forward, which is really oh, cool yeah. to see. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, they end up getting, like, you see, like, a clone get picked up. It's like, ah! Yeah, mo- and I was like, oh, good yeah. lord. Those guys are dinner. Those guys are terrifying. Terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um. So then we, I think we go back to Anakin and Ahsoka, correct? And they show up at the the wall. wall. Yeah, with all the Um, gun emplacements. And Ahsoka goes, uh, "I thought you said that we we weren't going to come this way." And he's like, "Well, things change." Anakin classic improvisation plans. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He's always um, flying by the edge of his seat every single time. Lee, I, I put this in when I was watching it last week. I was like, the, the Republic forces on every single battle are getting their asses handed to them. Just getting <laughs> destroyed. Yeah, I think in the exchange alone between Anakin and Ahsoka, like three clones get shot down. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they by show the up turrets. to the wall. And the turrets start shooting, and you just see like two just get down immediately. I'm yeah. like, oh my god! Uh, so uh, Anakin and, and Ahsoka are bound, determined to get to the top of the wall. Um, they end up making it, and I I don't remember how Rex gets up 
there. It's not explained, but I would assume he used um, a grapple attachment. Grapple. Yeah. Okay. That's pistols. right. Um. So. Bah! To the to the Jordica's head. Yes! Yeah. Well, damn. Which that that concept of walking through the shield actually shows up in another season, and it's kind of a yes. It it shows up in the Onderon arc. Not to get off too off topic, but no, yeah. Wait, but the, with the with the thermal detonator. Yeah, it's and cool the, to see that yeah. callback because it makes sense that Rex would know that because he's done it personally. So that's why he passes on that tactic to take out Droidicas, which is cool to see by oh, yeah. staying stationary to pass Absolutely. through the Droidica shield. And you get to see another scene of a droid being funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think they're all gone. Uh, catch this. Uh, no! And then it <laughs> up. And it's like, time to go. The two up, Jedi up come. Away, Rex. Yeah, yeah. They get Rex, and then they jump, and then they land. They're like, they're like catching him. And then it's like, uh, next time, like, just tell me to jump. Yeah, next time, just tell me to jump. I love, I and... love the shot of Rex falling and he like, like, like it's like <laughs> the camera's like, and like, like, yeah. Um, yeah, so... some of the dialogue between the B1 droids in some of these episodes just makes the episode so much more enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Whether oh, yeah, it's a absolutely. really hard episode to watch or it's the best episode in the entire show. Yeah. yeah. If there's some funny banter between battle droids, it just. <laughs> It makes it that much better. For oh, sure. yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we finally get air support. Anakin gets you, Lauren. You, Lauren's able to finally get them air support. And like, honestly, to hear the guy say, reinforcements have arrived. I'm like yeah. punching the air. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we finally did it. Wow! You're like those rebels on Hoth when they hear the first transport is away. They're like, ah! yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, like we finally did it. I I like the fact that you know the whole exchange between Yularen and whoever was trying to get air support at the time or trying to find someone on the planet. It just it gives you a lens on the scale of a planetary invasion and how much yeah. it's different than just like invading a, a country a or country. a city or something like that. It's mm-hmm. a whole planetary invasion. So you have a whole Republic fleet's worth of, you know, assets trying to take over a single planet, you yeah. know, being diverted to like the Northern hemisphere or the Southern hemisphere or the, you know, Eastern or Western, you know, what, whatever it may be. So it just, it gives you a respect for the scale of the, war in star wars yeah. which i think yeah, is yeah. cool absolutely harris uh got anything to add on on uh on that like that no aiden perfectly, aiden perfectly hit it like yeah i never thought like again with star wars you don't really see whole planet invasions where they try to take over the entire planet so that's kind of cool but this is the first time we see it in a clone wars arc yeah and i think they had a lot of uh, inspiration for the umbara arc from this arc um, because it's yeah. very, very similar in that way, where they are they're they're fighting uh, the inhabitants, not just yeah. droids. They're they're fighting actual life forces, which makes it interesting from the Jedi point of view. Like, it, it it's e- it was easy for them to get in and fight droids, but now they're fighting and inha- the the locals. Yeah, they didn't um, have a problem cutting down all those Geonosians, though. No, <laughs> especially no. Anakin. not at all. It's because they're legions. They they were like they're like you guys killed like a thousand of us in the battle, first battle of Genosis. Like it's payback time. Yeah, 
Um, yeah. so we get all of our we get Anakin, uh, Anakin, Ahsoka, Obi Wan, and Keanu Mundi all in one place as they're getting on the uh, um, getting on the gunship. Ahsoka asks how much, how what their total was, and he said sixty three. Anakin or Anakin said sixty three. Yeah. And Ahsoka's like sixty eight, and then no, Katamani's like, like seventy two. Uh, no, Ahsoka said, said twenty five. Oh, Ahsoka said twenty five. No, I think I think Ahsoka said. Um, I'm pretty okay. So I think Anakin said like fifty eight. Yes. Ahsoka says like sixty, and then he's like, "Oh, but I called in the airstrike, airstrike, so strike, we so tie. tie." And then Kiari Mooney's like, "Oh, my count is sixty-five, Skywalker. What do I win?" Oh, <laughs> like, "Oh, my eternal respect, Master." Undying, uh, my undying uh, respect. Yeah, my undying respect. And, <laughs> yeah. and like Kiari Mooney, Kiari Mooney's like, "Oh, like." No one's like, "Hey, man, like that's an honor he rarely bestows on anyone. So you should be grateful <laughs> yeah. for that." Yeah, I so like this episode. My it, it was my favorite of the arc, like yeah, the, the completely of this arc. But uh, thought well, what it establishes episode. is that we hate Keanu Mundi. Oh yeah, and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's and, the beginning and, of the end for Keanu Mundi for sure. And Geonosis is such a vital part of the prequel trilogy, and we get to see the yes. second time we go there. It's it's much different of how the Geonosians planned the attack yeah absolutely and and everything that goes afterwards from these next three episodes we're going to be covering oh it's so genosis good. is very very important it's a also, very interesting and important plan i also just love the design of genosian architecture they oh my god based, it's so they're, cool they're master like rock workers or whatever you want to call them because you know, in the in the next episode, we're going to discuss like the bridge leading to the factory, like the sides of it are ornately crafted with, you know, specific details. But underneath it, it's like uneven and whatnot. And it's it's kind of interesting that um, for the Geonosians, they want to kind of show off this pleasant exterior, this pleasant architecture mm-hmm. while having dubious interactions and having a you know morally bad in the eyes of the republic and jedi like morally bad association with the separatists so it's kind of interesting to see um all those different aspects of their culture and whatnot yeah absolutely on to the next episode we are chugging through weapons factory Mm. all right i already got it ready to go Take it, take it away. Let's Let me do it. Look at that. Look at that. All right, ready. <clears throat> Three, two, one. <laughs> the final surge. Have, having learned of Warlord Paco the Lesser's plot to rebuild a separatist droid foundry on Geonosis, Jedi Knight Anakin Skywalker and his Padawan Ahsoka Tano prepared to assault this heavily fortified installation. Their mission, destroy the factory at all costs. Anticipating stiff resistance, Republic commanders sent Jedi Master Luminar Unduli and her Padawan Beres Alfi to reinforce the attack. But time runs short for our intrepid heroes as the dreaded droid mill nears completion. That was okay. That was. Great. I read that pretty that good. Was good. I'm proud that of that. That was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good I saw job. you ate it. Clap for me. Mm, yeah, look at that. Job, look at that. <laughs> anyway. Get a golf clap. 
So we start clock. off. So we start off the art the episode with uh, Anakin and Ahsoka. Ahsoka trying to give the plan, and she's giving it. She's getting halfway through, and Anakin jumps in. And this is where the start of the conflict happens. Mm-hmm. She goes, "You never let me do anything. Like, how am I supposed to learn if you're not going to let me do anything?" He's like, "Well, it's not safe. Like, he's trying to be the the master and like trying to protect her and whatnot. And like, it 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 this this arc. I mean, this episode really really shows like Ahsoka's growth, and and really goes to show Anakin of what she can do. Um, this is also the first introduction to Barris Afi. Yep. Uh, it actually is her second appearance because technically she was in Attack of the Clones. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um. So she's been on the planet before. So this is interesting. Uh, so she, uh, like her being able to put in. Uh, uh. Yeah, I know. I saw that. <laughs> um. Uh. So. Uh, gosh darn it! Now I got all. Uh, Stay on target. Yeah, stay on target. target. We got, we got three, we got two more episodes left. Um, so it's like between Anakin and Ahsoka is very much different than Luminar and Barris. Oh, it's so different. And I feel like this episode alone is what establishes why some people don't really like Luminara because it just shows yeah. how because Anakin tries to rationally give Ahsoka some guidance yeah. and uh, while Luminara here in Key West we were out before it was in in this open and inclusive paradise you can be yourself make new friends and savor our live and let live vibe with LGBTQ plus friendly accommodations, our legendary nightlife, and year-round activities and events, it's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kids' tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com slash audio. It's kind of robotic towards Barris and Barris is like, well, I read my books for the day and I studied and I drank my orange juice and I am ready to fight. Like it just, it, but Ahsoka and Anakin are just like, all right, let's just do this thing. Listen to my guidance and let's do this. It's We're going to figure tra- this out. It's, it's the traditional Jedi relationship versus Anakin the, and Ahsoka. The, yeah. the, you know, like the brother sister, you know? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. A lot more, a lot more connection. 
on a personal level between Anakin and Soka in comparison to Luminar and Barris. It's more of a master and learner relationship where Barris has things that are expected of her and Luminar is basically there to teach her. Mm -hmm. And that's about yeah, it. Yeah, and, and Luminar's teachings obviously further on what we see in season five. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's just Barris is I don't know. I feel like Luminara it's, gets a lot of hate because of the way she instructs Barris. Yeah. And it starts from right here. Absolutely. I, I mean, she she had her memorize an entire tunnel system that was hundreds of different paths mm -hmm. in probably a short amount of time. So yeah. it was it just probably wasn't the best idea, but <laughs> Luminara yeah. is the type that will just give you a shit ton of homework and tell you to deal with it. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah, you know your final project that I just assigned your topic to? Yeah, it's due on Friday. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, Luminara, she just hands you a book report. Trust your instincts. Pretty much. And pages by tomorrow, please. Thank you. And then she gives you like yeah. a C for it because she like nitpicks the hell out of your paper. It's like, oh, uh, mm -hmm. there's a lot of grammatical errors. Your words are not that convincing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice you do not try. take up the G-notions fast enough. <laughs> yep, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, so Luminara and Barris uh, come up on Anakin and Ahsoka arguing, and Luminara is like, uh, "Are you guys finished? Uh, we kind of have to do some business here." Um, so Luminara breaks it down, basically gives the job of destroying the factory to the Padawans. Anakin protests, and Ahsoka just says, "Oh, don't worry, Master." Reliable Barris will be here. Like, there's nothing <laughs> we can do wrong. That, and... That's some foreshadowing. Oh, yeah. Foreshadowing for sure. And it's like, oh, man. So, Anakin and Luminara, they take the approach of, like, we will be the distraction while the Padawans go down. Um, I love the shot of that we get of him charging in. <sighs> or and I think, well, that was either from landing a point. It, it, he, I think it does it twice. There's two uh, shots. Yeah. One in landing a point rain where it shows him from a wide shot and the camera just follows him in Ahsoka. Yeah, the winner. Um, I love that shot. That was great. And then there was another one in this one where him and Luminar are kind of just like making their way up to the, obviously the, the, um, the bridge. Um, anybody's thoughts on, on that little thing? Yeah, there's a, a cool move that Luminar does where she uh, grabs a B1 and uses it as a shield and then pushes it into yeah. a group of droids, which is cool. I love some of the, uh, the techniques some of the Jedi use for offense, but also defense. And seeing right. them fight and using kind of like that kind of ingenuity that you were just mentioning with them using a droid to attack and then shield and then push away. We see that a lot of the times. Um, I'm thinking which episode they did that. They, uh, they, uh, I think it was on one of the Onderon arcs or one of the Onderon episodes where they, or though I think it was with um, one of the, uh, the, what, what are the, the droids called? The, uh, uh, like the ones that command the armies. Uh, I the, think the commando, the yeah, command. I think, yeah, I think, I think Anakin did that one time where he 
where he just holds him in front and then just like ah 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 stop shooting. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He does that once. Uh, so the distraction but, yeah, we've works. Seen it many times. Yeah, so the uh the padawans are able to get into the catacombs. Uh, they make their way through. So we get another uh shot. Uh, so we have Poggle and the command uh general basically like the command general's like come on. Lord Poggle, like, let's use these tanks. Like, we've got them. We're being attacked. We might as well because they hadn't. They had been prototypes. Yeah. And Super like, tank. yeah. Let me tell you, these tanks are insane. Insane. Like, if they would have been able to mass produce those, they probably, like I said, they probably would have won the war mm-hmm. because they yeah. just were insane in making weapons. Uh, aka, hence the Death Star, which was <laughs> planned by the Geonosians at the beginning. Um, Rest in peace, Krennic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, so the droid convinces uh, Poggle to use the new tanks. Um, those, like I said, those things are menacing. They come out, and Anakin just like. Uh, we gotta pull back. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna make. We're not gonna last here if we can't get get through this. Um, and it and it takes out their main turret guns. It takes out a couple of ATTEs. Um, and and it just they just go to town. Just oh, go yeah. to town. Anybody got anything to add on those tanks? They're pretty deadly. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> I even think they said that they're ray shielded, which is a another cool reference. Yes. To episode three. Ray shields. Uh, we've done we're this smarter before. Than this. Uh, we're smarter than this. Um, Apparently not. So Anakin uses the idea to draw the tanks out on the bridge to destroy them. Uh. While the Padawans are going through the catacombs. Barris gets a a Geonosian's hand stuck on her. Yeah. And I was like, how did that Geonosian not just wake up right there and just like set off the alarm? <laughs> um, but Ahsoka is able to help out with the arm. Barris and Ahsoka make it. They get to a point where it's like, Do you Barris, do you really know where you're going? Yeah. And uh she goes, yeah, I've I've looked over this like a thousand times, and she's yeah, like, it's oh, left at the next junction. Oh yeah, wait, I mean, you go up at the next junction. Yeah, Whoops. yeah, and I was just like, nice, Barris, reliable Barris, almost was unreliable there. <laughs> um, so the the Padawans get in there, then just just on point, the Geonosian lets Poggle know. And they head to the the main core. Um, why? I mean, that tank could have just. I, I don't like that whole scene was like very like weird to me for some reason. I was just like, I know you don't want to blow up the whole factory, but like you, I feel like those tanks could have at least run them over. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. The separatists are not cruel like that. <laughs> oh no! Oh, no. I gotta play by the rules. Definitely not. Oh yeah. no! The separatists are definitely not the cruelest of all. They gotta follow Darth Palpatine, or you said why did you say Darth or Palpatine? Yeah, why did you? 
Sheev Sidious. <laughs> the oh, alter man. egos are immaculate in the prequels. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, the Separatists are obviously just, you know, doing their job. They're not gonna. They're not just gonna just bulldoze over a bunch of forces of the Republic. I guess not. Probably one of the funniest parts in the episode, to me, during that sequence where they're at the reactor core, is um, some Geonosians have come in and removed all their bombs off of the reactor, uh-huh. and uh, somehow they, I think Ahsoka or Barris gets them back, and uh, Ahsoka throws a bomb. Onto the tank next to the tactical droid. He's like, oh, ha, 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 ha. this tank <laughs> that won't do any damage to the tank, and then it blows up and kills him. <laughs> like, oh yeah, it didn't do damage to the tank, but you're dead, buddy. So yeah, <laughs> you're dead, buddy. Did enough damage. <laughs> you missed. You missed the point. Uh, so uh, they ultimately Poggle escapes. Uh, the droids and the other Gene Oceans are taken out or have escaped as well. Um, <laughs> and Barris and Ahsoka are left with the tank. The entire yeah. factory, how are we going to do this? Well, we got a ray-shielded tank. I think that'll do. Um, so Ahsoka hails Anakin and she's like, there's only one way we can do this. We're going to do it. And Anakin tries to tell her that there's another way. And she blows up the factory with them being under under a whole bunch of rubble. Um, Anakin is frantically getting orders like, we got to move this rubble. We got to move this rubble. Whereas, again, Luminara is very much like, if our Padawans are gone, I I know I'm very confident and very, like, I'm I will miss her, but it's the way of the force. Like mm-hmm. and it's opposite of what Anakin's like. He he's like, I know they're alive. I know it. I'm not giving up on them. And she says, It it's not that I have given up Skywalker. I just know when the time comes I will be able to let my apprentice go. It's yeah. such a good and, line. And it Which is you, yeah. a very good line. Go ahead, Aiden. Oh no, no, I was just screwing. Yeah, it, it and it's it's something that Anakin will never learn. He will he won't he doesn't learn to let go, right? He yeah, and that's and that's that's a big reason why a, a lot of people like Anakin is because of how how hard his attachment is with Ahsoka and Padme and all the people that he cares about. Mm-hmm. While the other Jedi, it, it's it's evident that you can see that. Right. How they're yeah. just if it's time, it's time. It's kind of like Rock. It's kind of like Ivan Drago in Rocky Four. If he dies, he dies. Right. He dies. Like, but Anakin's not like that, and a lot of people like Anakin because exactly. he he really cares for those people. Yeah. That yeah. hold dear to him. Yep. Uh. So, Ahsoka uses the com link, and she uses a little trick that she that Anakin taught her. And it comes up on his comm link, and he's able to use that to pinpoint where they're at. They get rescued. Um, this is the beginning of the true friendship between Barris and Ahsoka. Um, and this also is the episode that shows, again, another characteristic of Anakin, like you guys were saying. He puts, uh, uh, he puts, he will put anything above, uh, uh, anything. Uh, he'll put his friends above anything uh, 
uh, even duty at, at some points. Yeah. So, uh, this episode behind landing, uh, landing at point rain is a great just continuation and just the next two are just bangers as well. So like this whole arc just is, like I said, is, it's just a banger for me. Dominant um, to some horror themes with these next two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Char, take it away. All right. Legacy <laughs> Tater. Let's see if I can do uh, this one better. Because the last one was pretty good. Yeah, it was. Are you ready? Yes. We're oh. three, two, one, count down. Ready. Three, two, one. Victory on Geonosis! After a massive planetary siege, the Separatist forces on Geonosis have finally fallen. Key weapon factories have been destroyed, but at a heavy cost to Republic troops. Now, as Jedi Master Luminar Unduli and Obi-Wan Kenobi begin a cleanup on the planet, they launch an intense campaign to find Separatist leader Pago the Lesser and bring him to justice. That was the best one yet. Best one yet. Best one yet. No, don't clap. No. Okay. Okay. Um, Mister, I can't accept the compliment. Okay. So we start off with uh, uh, Keanu Mundi looking at the uh, orbital uh, map of the planet, and Obi Wan comes in and goes, "Ooh, Master, uh, Master uh, Mundi, I didn't expect that you would be up. Like your scars looking good." And he's like, uh, looking at Star. Star charts helps him. I can't remember exactly, but his two-headed brain just like who. It's a it's a nice break from staring at the wall in a back to tank for like ten years. That's or what whatever. it was. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just like Keanu Mooney. Why do you say the most cringiest stuff? It's just so <laughs> tough. Um. So we get that, and then we also have Luminara, who is obviously on the hunt for Poggle. Um, in this episode, she's very, very headstrong in trying to catch Poggle, and it's all and it and it and it ends up being her downfall in this episode because she uses she uses that force, and it it really does um hurt her in this episode. Um, anybody want to talk about that? Well, I mean, I, I think there's the interaction where um, she's talking with Obi-Wan and he's like, oh, um, we're, you know, we're detecting a sandstorm on the scanner. So if you go out, we won't be able to come after you if something goes wrong. And, and she's like, it's important to capture Poggle because of all the intel he'll have on the Separatist movement. So, of course, she goes out with um, clone trooper Buzz, who is a member Buzz. of the... <laughs> 41st elite core um and uh goes out and looks for poggle you know probably against her uh here in key west we were out before it was in in this open and inclusive paradise you can be yourself make new friends and savor our live and let live vibe with lgbtq plus friendly accommodations our legendary nightlife and year-round activities and events It's always a good time to come as you are. Key West, close to perfect, far from normal. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. 
the mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Probably not the best idea, but she thought it was necessary to do that, or there was a chance that they might lose the opportunity to capture Poggle. Yeah. The storm's coming, Annie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get home quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought when I. A storm's coming, Annie. I could hear it in. My, I could feel it in my bones. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've already oh, been okay. through enough sandstorms. <laughs> yeah, like. I think there's one part where he's like, why did we have to come to another desert planet? <laughs> it's like, oh, so uh, sand, it's it's rough. And it's, of course, you don't like it, huh? So is that what we're hearing? Is that what we're understanding? <laughs> um, so we get a look of the AAT and Poggle's on top of it. And they're, they have the droids going through this, uh, this, the sandstorm. And I love, I love, the, like Char said, the B1 battle droid conversations. Oh, I'm five. Is that fun. you? Yeah. So, yeah, nine, I think you're right next to me. <laughs> Where are we going? I'm um, five. I'm um, five. Don't leave me. <laughs> yeah. they're, they're made of lithium. Ba- they need lithium batteries. Yeah. Their, their resources are just not very good. And it's so funny because it's like in the Ryloth arc, they're like, we're superior to the other B1 battle droids. And I was like, what? No, you're not. You still need a power source to recharge. I like, guess only in the fact that they're quote unquote individual thinkers and they're not hooked up to a <laughs> yeah. centralized computer. <laughs> yeah. But, you know. Yeah. Yeah. If everyone in the group is stupid and then you just get rid of the group, you still have a stupid person, so this is true. This is true. Um, so we obviously eh, Luminar is hot on on Poggle's tail. Yeah, at this point, um, they get to the uh, um, she gets to the uh, shrine or the temple, right? Purgate temple. Purgate temple. And uh, we get the first look of the queen. And again, I wish we were talking about this on Halloween because it's like spooky episode for sure. And she tries to hail Obi-Wan and uh, we get the typical like Jedi in, in, in trouble. Like just like in episode two where Obi-Wan does the transmission and he gets attacked by the droids. This time she gets attacked by the Geonosians. Yeah. Um, thoughts on that, real quick. Who talks first? You want to talk first? I talk first. <laughs> I I don't really have anything to add, so you can go yeah. ahead, Earth. Um. Again, it just kind of shows like how like stubborn Luminar is to get this mission done with 
Paul the Lesser that she's willing to do anything. And it again, like you said, it ultimately cost her in the end. Yeah, it did. And it's just mind boggling that they that she was able to get overturned, uh, like outrun uh, and, and get captured by a bunch of Geonosians. She's like, I know they're dangerous, and I shouldn't mm-hmm. be saying that because I was like, they're so badass in the other episode. But like, come on, you're Jedi. Yeah. Um, I mean, so it's, obviously, it's probably just she got overrun. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Numbers, yeah. Um, so she obviously gets taken. Uh, Anakin, Obi Wan, and uh, Rex and Cody. Uh, go down and uh, they they track her. They they do have a tracker though. They find the tracker. They find her lightsaber in the temple. Yeah, and and one one detail, kind of like before they get there, mm-hmm. it's like as cool as the gunships are, they can't handle any kind of weather besides blue <laughs> yeah. sky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so true. Anakin's like, "Oh, the gunships can't handle a sandstorm." And then during the, the, um, the the episode in season one with the Tulls, oh, yeah. the gunships can't go out because of the snowstorm. <laughs> oh yeah. no! And, you know, thankfully, at least they work in the rain because Camino is constantly raining. So thankfully, that doesn't affect the gunships, but. Any other type of weather besides rain and blue sky, might as well just sell them for scrap. Yeah, might as well pack it in. <laughs> um, so we get to the catacombs, right? And this is where the real spookiness starts. This is where it hits the fan. Yeah, it hits the yeah, and it does hit the fan. And so they go through one of the catacombs and all of a sudden they're getting attacked and the clones are getting picked off left and right and Obi-Wan and Anakin are being kind of surrounded and Obi-Wan stabs one of the Geonosians in like the chest and he's like uh why aren't they dying? Why aren't they dying? And like they have to retreat a little bit to get where they where they ultimately find Luminara. And I, I think like right before that scene, like uh, Luminara is being drugged by the undead Geonosians, and yes. you know, she manages to break free. And she's like, she gets a hollow projector. She's like, "Don't follow me, you know, it's a trap and whatever." Mm-hmm. And she like, I think she full full on kicks a Geonosian through the chest. Like yes. into the chest and like it it breaks because like it's an undead you know uh-huh. creature yeah and you know eventually she gets overpowered again and then you know gets taken before the queen yeah that that, that I did miss that too I it, I rewatched these recently and I just like there's just so much to put in I feel like I miss a ton sometimes <laughs> in these episodes uh Char what you what what you think of that whole uh, the the undead Geonosians. The zombie Geonosians are <laughs> horrifying. Yeah, and and obviously in the next episode we find out why and why yes. that's happening. <laughs> yeah, but the Queen Geonosian, it's just how how does how is she that big? How is she that big? And she's speaking uh, English. Yeah, she's speaking. When did she basic? learn basic? What the hell? Yeah, it's voiced by D. Bradley Baker himself. 
Me not what? have one Jedi. Yeah. Me have two Jedi. It's Steve Bradley. Aiden, Aiden did that perfectly. Ah, uh, uh, total Jedi. My mind becomes your mind. <laughs> That's it, funny. You know, it's it's very apparent in this episode that they were heavily inspired by the Alien franchise. Yeah, um, yes. even the concept. While the the worms still do work while the host is alive, you know the big thing with xenomorphs from the Alien franchise is that they only ever are born or are able to function after the host is dead. And even oh, like yeah, the concept great. of like the worm, you know, going on the face and then through the nose is very uh -huh. much similar to the face hugger. Even uh, Karina the Great, the queen of Geonosis, looks exactly like an alien queen, an alien, yeah. a xenomorph yeah. from That's the true. Aliens franchise. So it's really yeah. cool to see that they're heavily um, inspired by that. And one last cool fact in the Lego Star Wars 3 level um, for this episode, one of, I think, the locations where a mini kit is, is you can build the loader that Ripley uses to fight the Queen Alien at the end of Aliens. It's kind of like this yellow mech. Mm -hmm. I think oh. it even shows up in a cutscene. So it's it's really cool to see that reference. And, you know, it, it, it adds to this eerie horror vibe and I, I really enjoyed this episode yeah because oh, of that yeah. absolutely that's cool yeah that's really cool Jesus. i didn't even realize that um so we have the back and forth between anakin <laughs> and obi-wan's trying to be a little bit too academic for everybody <laughs> a little bit too much so uh what do you think it, where do you think i want go? to test it <laughs> yeah yeah i want to test it and uh, that's that's actually sorry to cut you off sorry good. go ahead you're good aid no go no but that that's actually i think they might have also pulled that from the movie aliens as well because a big plot point of the movie is the fact that the company wants to take back um a xenomorph a xenomorph specimen to study it and possibly weaponize it so it, and of course obi-wan doesn't have those intentions but the fact that he wants to take one and study it is definitely a callback to the reasoning for the company as to why they want Xenomorphs in that film, which is cool to see. Yeah. Wow. Man, a lot of Aliens references. That. I like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Obi-Wan asks Anakin, uh, so what do you think it'll go through? The nose or the mouth? <laughs> the nose. I, 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 Anakin's like, I'd rather not know, but probably the nose. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the best, like, or I would say one of the funniest moments of oh, Anakin Obi Wan like banter. I think like this and, is and Obi Wan's like, Obi Wan's like, oh yeah, you know, I want to, I want to see how this plays out. And Anakin's like, I don't think Luminara <laughs> wants to see how this plays out. And Luminara's <laughs> like, I don't want to see how this plays out either. Yeah. <laughs> and then as as it's like about to. <laughs> it's so funny. There's just some parts of Clone Wars where you're just like, yes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Like, this is what we've been waiting for. Yeah. Also, uh, not that not the scenario, but 
<laughs> what happens with yeah. Anakin and Obi-Wan, yes. Yeah. Also, yeah. rest in peace to the two clones who got sent back to the surface to make contact with Kiyotin Moon yeah. to call for backup. Yeah. Yep, rest right. in peace, gear shift and unnamed clone number 537. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so they're able to capture, capture Poggle by using light. That's the one weakness of the yeah. unresurrected aliens, which doesn't make sense in the next episode, and we'll get into that. Uh, they end up like just going insane. They capture Poggle. They're able to get out. The catacombs collapse. Um, they all escape, and that's basically the end of the... the um, the uh, episode, the episode, and like um, the the final part where the dust cloud pushes them out and like throws them into the air, yeah. really feels Indiana Jonesy. Yeah, like, that way where it's like yes, it does. escaping the ruins and then this final action shot where they finally get out of the ruins, which I for thought was also really cool. For sure, absolutely. Like it, it kind of gave me. Kingdom of the Crystal Skull vibes, where in that it was just water, but this time it's just the sand pushing them and, you know, m- moving the cover piece that led down to the catacombs, which was cool. No, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, now to episode eight, the finale. Char? Let's do this. Let's do this. One okay. last time. <laughs> No, but there'll be many more. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Brain Invaders. A plot summary begins in three, two, one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Maybe. Yeah, this is the right one. Okay. This is the right one. Okay. <laughs> I, was just, I was just making sure because the, very, the beginning of it is very similar to the last one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because right. if they both start with victory on Geonosis. Yeah. So I was like, is this the right one? Okay. Anyway, victory on Geosis. After a massive assault, the Republic have finally recaptured the Separatist planet and shut down its droid factories of doom. An investigation by Luminar Unduli led to the discovery of Queen Karina the Great, whose hive mind could reanimate dead Geonosian soldiers. During the destruction of the Queen's Temple, the Jedi apprehended her advisor, Power the Lesser, and now prepared to deliver the villain to Coruscant for trial. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Good job. Yay, yay, yay me. Yay me. All right. So we start off with uh, them putting Poggle into the transport. And there, Keanu Moody comes up and goes, I've received a trans a transmission from Master Windu. He needs our forces. Like, he needs help on Dantooine, which might be Reference a subtle nod to the... Micro-series. Micro-series. Mm-hmm. Which is... Because he did fight on Dantooine as well. It's, yeah. it's, I think it's the first of two references to the micro-series because... Yes. In the Siege of yes. Mandalore. Yeah, they talk It's referenced about, that Shakti yeah. was fighting protecting the chancellor which happened in the micro series as well yeah absolutely um so again ahsoka and uh um ahsoka and barris are tagged with getting uh medical supplies uh from the close i can't remember what system it was um anybody got that or or cestus yes or cestus and uh where 
Mr. Smiles himself, Kit Fisto, is. Yeah, Kit Fisto. <laughs> um, while Anakin, Obi-Wan, Luminara, and Keanu Mundi all prepare to deliver uh, Poggle to Coruscant. Um, yeah. so, then we, so then we cut from the uh, that conversation to a resting clone. Well, there is a... Um, a, a brain invader right next to him. Like, where are they? Like, are, here's my thing. Like, are they just planted in places strategically? Or is that just like a just happen to be there? Happen to be there. It happened to be there. And, you know, it's kind of stupid on the clones, too, because they were sleeping right outside the Progate Temple. Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered. And boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, with their helmets off, just kind of having their guard let down, right? Because they thought, oh, with the battle over and, you know, the queen supposedly dead, there's nothing really to worry about on Geonosis anymore. You know, it's, so it's it's kind of interesting that they let their guard down so much in that instance. Yeah. Um. By the way, the worms just taking over the guy, over the clones is freaky, kind of like yeah. exorcists looking like yeah the the one the one clone is like welcome back to the land of the living and then yes <laughs> Scythe is who's the clone who's taken over is like yes thank you sir you know just in a very monotone and like his eyes are rolling back into the skull yeah, without yeah. personality kind of way yeah yeah so uh char what'd you think of that first half of it i thought it was just really cool because when you when you see ahsoka and barris kind of working together but not not knowing that the parasite is on board mm-hmm. and then and then obviously the clones it, it gave me order 66 vibes a little bit when one yes. of them when one of them yeah. got inside one of the clones and then he's just like <laughs> and then they sense it they're like oh and then you see the the parasite and the eye, the wide eyes go back and I'm like whoa oh, yeah yeah whoa. yeah it, um but also he's like have these eggs have these eggs and they hatch and it's like a little worm that comes out yeah, yeah. he has a 
Scythe has a whole backpack full of them when he boards the transport. Which yep. I don't <laughs> like, know where, where he found them? that many. Yeah, I don't know where he found. <laughs> he just those. had a batch of them. It's like a having a cooler full of, of dead meat. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Barris and Ahsoka are on the transport, and they all are like, "I can't sleep." It's just not like after it's going through quiet. a whole bunch of. It's too quiet. So then they go to eat. And then two clones show up and they throw blasters. Now, like, here's <laughs> here's the thing. It, it, did the worms activate the chip in some way? I don't or think Or do so. you think it was just the I... instinct of the worm to kill the Jedi to take over the ship? I think it was I think it was just, just the worm. Um that caused them to do that. I don't think it activated the chip in any way because, gotcha. you know, if that did happen and um, if the Jedi had dug a little deeper after whole, the whole situation was resolved, you know, they probably could have found the inhibitor chip if this situation went a different kind of way where yeah, the clones still had the worms in their head, you know, because they would be looking deeper and try to find a way to get him out so it was it was kind of it was for palpatine's grand plan you know the for the revenge of the sith it came you know yeah. kind of close he dodged a bullet yeah. kind of close yeah and i mean when they're eating barris and ahsoka talk about how how the jedi are going to exist after the after the war mm-hmm. and, and Ahsoka goes, I don't know how it will it, it will help my master. And it's like, ha! Kid, you have no idea. Yeah, she's <laughs> like, I don't know how peacetime will sit with Anakin. Yeah. And, uh, I think a bit of the Vader theme plays in that moment. <laughs> we it get, does we a hear, little bit. We hear it twice in the episode. Yep. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, Especially during an upcoming yeah. sequence. Yeah. <laughs> So um, I really think that this might be the beginning of where Barris starts to like kind of think like start to think of how she does in season five. Yeah, Um, because she's like, we're we're keepers of the peace, not soldiers, like Master Windu has said. And like, it's just like after they get attacked, um the we get another shot of Anakin and all of them and they're like the frigate has hasn't checked in that's not normal that's not like them and then Anakin is like telling Rex like hey like keep an eye out Um, and I can't remember if it's in that in that next scene uh, where we cut back to Ahsoka and Barriss or is it back? Or is it to him and Poggle? I think it's no, Anakin it, and Poggle. It, 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 I think it cuts back to the frigate because Ahsoka and Bears, I think, are heading to the communi- Are heading to the to bridge. the bridge? They're heading yes, to the bridge right. with. Um, I forgot his, the clone's name, but and, and here's another scary thing about the parasite. It can make it seem like the host is not actually being controlled mm-hmm. where, you know, in that moment where those two clones come in, it's like, Whoa, yeah. Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. Why, why do you, why'd you draw your lightsabers? And then yeah. like 
at the right moment where it's a good opportunity for the parasite to strike, you know, it drops that persona of like uh-huh. making it seem like the person is still the person, which is, you know, and they didn't even sense that, which is yeah. kind of scary. Yeah. And, you know, kind of, you know, building on that point, it, it, it could have been really scary if Palpatine had found out about these parasites and yeah. kind of maybe implemented them into his plan somehow, because from what it seems like, if you don't know someone's infected, not even a Jedi can sense that you're yeah. infected with a parasite. Yeah. Um, and seeing, like Char said earlier, like seeing all of the clones get like in- infected is just weird because they start clicking and clacking like Geonosians. They, yeah, they start speaking Geonosian. <laughs> just, yeah. just strange. Just real weird. Not, um, not normal. Not normal. Not normal. So as uh, Ahsoka and Barris are trying to make it to the bridge, they get cut off. Um, they have to go into the one of the main brigs, and that's where we see one of the clones getting taken over. Um, so Ahsoka and Barris make it to a shaft. Um, they drop down into I can't remember which part of the ship, um, but they land. Uh, and then Barris gets taken over at that point, correct? Yeah, so Ahsoka goes to the aft communication room, and then Barris is trying to go and shut down the thrusters in the hyperdrive, yes. I think. Yes. And then there's that creepy moment where the clones are like, if it's one thing we clones know... It's how to deal with a Jedi, which, which made me, which made me think that the chip. That's what made me think the chip, at that moment. Yeah, now that I think about it, I think maybe the parasite slightly influenced their thinking. The chip, the okay, chip, maybe. Okay, it would it would be interesting to hear like if someone had ever asked the production team on clone wars whether or not that was the case i think that would be a cool question to ask good good question team. to ask at celebration this year yeah <laughs> yeah it would be or we could just tweet matt martin on twitter this is true or pablo hodago well pablo hodago is taking a break because toxic star wars stands but besides the point oh yeah um so anakin is is so back to the 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 other ship anakin Tells uh, the clones to leave him in Poggle. Oh, and... Return of the Jedi Vader moment. Yes. Leave yes. us. Yes. <laughs> yes. And he just goes all Vader. Anakin is Vader, and I will not hear anything of it. They are not two we'll, separate we'll people. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. The translator droid's like, oh, your, your Jedi mind tricks won't work on me, Jedi. And Anakin's like, mind tricks? We'll and then just slaps him with his robotic arm <laughs> yeah. across the wall. He's like, yeah. oh boy, Anakin is is feeding his darker tendencies in this moment. Yeah. And at that moment, like, uh, you hear the da, 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 da. You hear, <laughs> like, it very slowly. Yeah, you hear Vader's theme. And I was like, okay, that was a that that scene was like pure Vader, and mm-hmm. 
it was just crazy. Char, add got anything to add on that? No, I mean, this episode is just it's great. It's one of my most memorable episodes in Clone Wars. Not even just the the worms and the horror it brings to the uh-huh. table of Star Wars, because there's a lot of terrible things, but this is a kid's show with worms infecting and controlling you. Yep. But Anakin is he's just joking. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> he's something else in this episode, man. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, I... how did you interrogate Poggle? And he's like, doesn't matter I have my I have information. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, going there. back to the Ahsoka and Barris stuff, I, I just thought of something I didn't think about before. I don't know why I didn't click in my mind about this. So I think Ahsoka used this opportunity of like the clones hunting her down for when the Siege of Mandalore happened and Order 66 goes down. She uses this as like a learning opportunity. She's like, oh, because she's already dealt with the clones hunting her before. That's true. On, that like, could definitely be. Occasions. That, that could definitely be interpreted that way. That's That's really interesting. Um, so Anakin gets a hold of Ahsoka. He guides her, encourages her. Uh, he he's like, you gotta get, you gotta get to the main, you gotta get to the bridge to sh- to. Uh, they they don't do well in cold weather. And mm-hmm. go ahead. And this is a slight reference to the Alien <laughs> franchise, but it's actually. <laughs> It's actually the opposite. So with the brain invaders, they hate the cold, but with the xenomorphs, they don't like flame. They don't like fire. They don't oh, like it. okay. So it's like polar opposite. So it's like, it's like okay. You well, yeah, you don't want to, you don't want to melt Barris. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, so it's either one or the other. <laughs> yeah. The story group was probably like, well, you know, we've taken so much inspiration from the Alien franchise, but you know what? Having Barris get you know, burnt alive probably isn't the best move for our children's <laughs> program. Yeah. So you know yeah. what? Cold. It's cold that affects them. So yeah, just a cool thing to think it's about. It's very chilling. So the I fight between meet you. Ah. So the fight between Barris and Ahsoka is very much like a, a very wholesome and very like you see the stakes. Like you don't know anything about Barris, and you don't necessarily know what's going to happen to Ahsoka at that time. So the stakes are very high at this point because they they you don't especially throughout this episode because you know like are they going to die are they going to make it through like that's the that's one point like you know exactly what's going to happen to Obi Wan Anakin and most of the Jedi you don't know what's going to happen to Ahsoka I mean you you at, at the beginning you were like oh well she's she can't make it out because it's Order sixty six but you don't know how you don't know when. Like it, it, it's like this episode like made the stakes so much high, so much higher than it than it than anything else. Um, yeah. especially you know like having on average a younger viewing audience for the show. Yeah. The shot where you know it, the the brain invaders coming out of Barris's mouth and uh-huh. and Ahsoka slashes and then it cuts away. Like yes. when you're a younger kid, right? The thing. I would say most of the time you would cut to is like, oh, she just killed her. But, you know, (laughs) as as you grow up, right, you're like, oh, you know what? She probably just cut the worm. But, you know, it it even adds it adds to the tension based upon Mm -hmm. how you interpret things in real life, which, you know, I think boosted the stakes of this episode because, you know, on average, 
younger viewing audience. But now having grown up and having, you know, different ways of looking at stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's apparent like, okay, you know, she's not going to kill her. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's, you know, it's interesting how they play into the, that sort of storytelling uh, tool. Absolutely. Yeah. And Baroness was her best friend. It wasn't, it was, it's not like she had a easy choice with how she was going to handle this conflict. Right. And if she had a killer, then, then so be it. But she managed to figure it out and save her in the process. Yeah. Which I thought uh, made her major, which I thought was very cool to see her manage to keep her alive. But yeah. defeat the the parasite the at the same time. Yeah. Um also the other tension is the ship. They gotta slow the ship down. So they make it to the medical bay and Kip Fizzo's like, We gotta we we got we gotta slow that 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 transport down. It's coming in too hot. Send out the space tugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Activate yeah, tractor just, beams. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like even that, that was also full of tension because I mean if they go in too fast, they're gonna blow up the whole medical bay, which is has thousands upon thousands of 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 clones and, and medical staff and everything, and then and uh they're able to stop it. But the best part is is when Kip Fisto Walks into the bridge. He is the still has the goofiest fucking smile on his face. <laughs> Just like you done good, Ahsoka. We'll take it from here. Yeah. Kid Fisto's smile has been a thing for a long time. Yeah. When Kid Fisto uh, force pushes C three PO on Geonosis, the yes. The only time he doesn't smile is when he's facing Palpatine. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. So Ahsoka Which, wakes up. May I add? Ahsoka yeah. might she she could have killed Barris for the betterment of the Clone Wars as it goes yeah, on. She could have, but hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah. Um. So Anakin, when Ahsoka wakes up, Anakin encourages her and and guides her. Like it's a good moment between her and uh, him and Ahsoka. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And he goes, you know what? You you did the right thing. You you trusted your instincts. You you made the right decision in that situation. Um, and, and there's always another option in any situation that you are in. And that's definitely a good point for life because mm-hmm. not every situation is going to be the same. Isn't the through line for this episode, like attachment isn't compassion or something like that, or it's like compassion is an attachment or something like that. I think and... so. Well, but... allow me because I, uh, 
It's it's attachment is not stuff. compassion. There you go. There you go. So yeah, attachment, attachment is not compassion. So yeah, that I mean, it's 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 a good saying. But which I think it was just like a, a clarification thing to what Anakin said in Episode Two: attachment yeah. is forbidden, possession, compassion, is forbidden. compassion, Imagine. which is like it's a. A way for uh, oh, we are encouraged god. to love. Oh my god! So I think please. I think that that Let's moral stop. quote please. was to just justify what Anakin said, but it, it allowed it to give reason to it in the episode. We are encouraged to love. Oh, You've changed so much. Oh, I don't want to see all the right. next line. All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. We're done with the episode two. Good. Um, Look what I just made. So. That is the end of the Genos Sark. Wow, that was a that was that was that was that was a, that was a rough ride. Five episodes, man. That was bumpy. Five, very um, very bumpy. Uh, so re- quickly, rankings, Aiden. Since you are the first, this is your first ever episode being on. What would you rank this arc? Easy Jedi Master. This is one of the best arcs in season two. This is one of the best. Uh, arcs that were that is in the earlier seasons of the show and so it's it's one of the longest arcs in the clone wars itself too which is really crazy to think about you know and it's it's really good like you get different aspects you get like you know uh political espionage in the first episode then you get a full-on planetary assault in the next two and then you get horror aspects in the last two and it all just makes this really cool story and you know it's well some might argue oh you know it's not really creative that you know they just went back to geonosis for a second time i would argue differently because palpatine is a schemer Mm -hmm. and you know he's constantly creating problems for the jedi and the republic to have to deal with and that goes the same thing for the separatists so it makes sense that he would make geonosis a threat again something to deviate the jedi's attention right and then obviously oh yeah sorry i was gonna build up your point uh i'll probably say the same thing as aiden jedi master um i would put it at grandmaster but i think i think early seasons it's definitely grandmaster but i think if i had to rank the overall series i would go jedi master char this is Right when Aiden said it was a Jedi Master, I immediately concurred with him. This is a very, very high Jedi Master yeah. uh, arc, in my opinion. I agree. I agree. Yeah, this isn't this isn't a borderline knight master. This is a solidified just... Jedi Master arc, in my opinion. Well, I think it's a I think it's a really cl- I think it's really close to a grandmaster. It's very close. Is that where it's you put it, or is very, it a master for you? No, it's a master for me. It's okay. really close. It's one of my favorite arcs. In the entire series, um, I really enjoyed the planetary stuff. Yeah, uh, and it builds so much on the characters. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It you never because it builds on Luminara, who hadn't really had a whole bunch of screen time. Yeah, uh, the only time before that that she's had screen time, I think, was when she went to go face Asajj Ventress. Yeah, yeah. And I think even before the Clone Wars, she didn't have any speaking nope. lines in the movie. Same with Keanu Moody. I mean, yeah. The, yeah. the droid attack on the Wookiees and, yeah. then, and then him dying. That's it. But this made us hate him even more. So yeah, yeah. I don't think it worked the way they were intending. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, 
chat sorry the chat's not working tonight it's just weird we haven't mm -hmm. been able to get everybody's things so uh let us know in the comments in the replay or whatever um let us know what you guys thought of the geonosis arc quickly star wars news uh all right i'm gonna pull up the article we're gonna we're gonna talk i think we're just going to talk disney plus day okay um, no, no boba for Char. I'm sorry, Char. No boba no. for you. <laughs> if you wanna, if you wanna talk, so, uh, boba. If you wanna go look at our reactions, both they fly now and and our reaction is up on both of our respective YouTube channels. Go check them out. They're they're really well done. If you wanna see Char, literally lose his mind. <laughs> uh, go ahead. Um, so this came out actually today, uh, or was this yesterday? Huh. Uh, it was yesterday. Um, so there is a rumor going around. Did it come that, out at eleven fifty nine? If it if it did, I'll give you some slack. Uh, no, it came out yesterday. Okay. Um, so uh, according to Star Star Wars News Net, which is the only place where I get my Star Wars news, my breaking news, it's what I I use to. It's a reliable source. Um. They are rumoring that Obi-Wan Kenobi footage um, is possible and with also with Andor. Um, they're saying for Disney Plus Day, which is on uh, Friday, November 12th, uh, we will be getting uh, a our first look at Kenobi and a, our first look at Andor. Yeah. Now, everybody here, what do what what are your thoughts on this Disney Plus day? Like, what are we what what are we getting in your guys's opinion? And let's start with Aiden. Um, I think I might have uh, an opinion that's in the minority. I don't think we're gonna get anything related to Kenobi because I think you know that would just break the internet. I definitely think we're gonna get possibly a Andor teaser slash trailer uh, because that series has wrapped filming and whatnot. So we might get something for Kenobi, but I'm definitely leaning more towards something for Andor as a certainty for Disney plus day. Okay. Harris. I'm in complete agreement with Aiden. I think at the most we'll get for Kenobi is a sizzle reel and or is for sure. I'm betting a teaser because People are, there's rumors are like, oh, Andor is gonna have a sizzle reel. Well, I'm like, that's not possible because Andor already had a sizzle reel. It was released last year, so why would they do another sizzle reel? It's gonna be a teaser. So I think, yeah, again, I think Kenobi sizzle reel, Andor teaser, then some casting news for Ahsoka. Char, I think, I think a. A sizzle reel for Obi-Wan Kenobi is, I think it's most likely to happen. Um, I really don't think we're going to get a teaser. I really don't think so. Because, I mean, if it's coming out in May, we got a good six-month gap before we before we even... Because, think about it, Bo Book of Boba Fett, we got the trailer almost two months prior to the episode releasing. Yeah. And that was the teaser. They don't show so the yeah. odds of us getting a teaser for Kenobi but, six months in advance. That's but, like stuff you would see for movies. Well, that's what they did for Mando. No, they didn't. Mando was uh, two months. It was no three months actually. Yeah, it was three months before the show came not, out. Not not Mando season one. Mando season one came out six months before the first episode dropped. 
no, they showed a they showed a trailer at Celebration, and then that was it. And then they did a, a trailer three months before the show came out, and then they did another trailer about a month before, and then they released it. Well, that I, alone maybe. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree with all of you. <laughs> okay, well, do you disagree with Bill Boba? Yes, absolutely. Okay, okay. And he's all very, right. very cute, and that's all I'm gonna say on that. Yeah, I think we is. get I think we get a teaser trailer. I think it's very similar to Boba. It's not going to show a ton. Um, I, we'll get a release date, official release date. Uh, we'll get Andor teaser as well. I think we're getting teasers. We are getting into the thick of Star Wars content. We into the thick of it. Into the thick of it. Um. So I think, I, I think we're getting a teaser trailer for for Kenobi Andor. We'll get a behind the scenes of uh Boba Fett. Possibly another trailer. I'm not. I don't know. And I think we're going to get a Pedro Pascal in uh, Mando, like getting him like talking like, oh, we've started filming, blah, blah, blah. But you also have to remember Disney D23 is going to be a week later. Oh. And I think a lot of your movie news. Yeah. Watiti's announcement. Are we ever going to get to Maybe hear we'll about look, Ryan Johnson? We'll probably hear stuff. something about the Acolyte, Rogue Squadron, Acolyte. Rangers of the New Republic, if it's going to be There's still There's so in. much coming in the next two weeks. Yeah. So um, I am going to officially announce it here. Uh, we are having a crossover episode on Friday, November 12th for Disney Day. We are doing a entire stream of Disney Plus Day. And we will be having guests periodically come in and out. Um, it'll be mostly me, my co-host Char, Harith, and Cartoon D2 uh, doing reactions and, and just watching Disney Plus Day. Um, so if you guys want to join, hit me up on Discord. Uh, Possible cameo by Aiden. There you go. cameo. There you go. Um, I will, I will, whoever's in the, uh, in the stream when the Kenobi trailer drops, I mean, you're going to be lucky because you're going to get my greatest reaction, but that is going to happen. Uh, we will release more details when we know more. I don't really know if it's an all day thing or if it's only like a four hour thing, but we'll keep you updated. I'm pretty sure it's a new PST to four PST. So it's probably... I think that's going to be my guess. Okay. Well, for the Star Wars section, how long do you think it would be? Like what? Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Thirty minutes. Give or okay. take. But I, I mean, we're going to stream the entire thing, right? Or are we yeah. just doing Star Wars? I'm down to stream the entire thing. You think yeah. they'll do what they do with the Investor Day and just have it towards the end of the? Yeah, that would be my guess. It would be Marvel and Star Wars. They put right at the very end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to see because it's like. I have no clue if they're going to be having us wait to the very end of the stream mm-hmm. to reveal the Star Wars content. Yeah. Or they're going to show sneak peeks for, you know, Pixar and they probably Disney will. stuff they're going to do. It's going to go like Disney live action, Pixar, Disney animation, Marvel, and then Star Wars at the very end. Would be my guess how they would do I it. I could see that. If, if that's true, then it's like. 
Luke, do you want to like go from all the way from start to finish? Because like it's it's pretty long. I'm here for the journey. It's like I mean, I, we could start. Well, I need to know. I need to figure out when. I could. I would start it with from Marvel. Okay. I don't really care about everything else. I Marvel and in Star Wars, I'd be willing to do like two hours or okay. whatever it is. Um, okay. So we'll have more details for you guys then. Uh, thank you everybody for coming and joining the chat. Everything, Aiden. Uh, we'll start with you. Where can the good people follow you on social media? Find your content. Uh, well, you can follow me at Aiden Talk Stars Topics on TikTok. And you can also find me on YouTube at that exact same name. And uh, I also have an Instagram at the ATST show, but I don't post there as much. We're going to get him to make some content, more content. That's the plan. Oh, good. It is so good. <laughs> uh, Harith, where can the good people find you as always? Again, uh, Harith Productions on TikTok. <laughs> and if you... Go look at the ticker. You can see it's going to pop up in like three seconds. Uh, they Fly Now show on YouTube. It's hosted by me and Cartoon D2 every Monday at 5 p.m. PST. This week we'll be talking about Kylo Ren. And mm-hmm. I cannot wait to dive into that. Char? My oh, hi. Oh, <laughs> um, uh, you can find me on the Pod Once podcast. And uh, <laughs> you can find me on TikTok <laughs> at Char Char J as seen right here. <laughs> yeah. right. um, <laughs> you guys can follow the pod ones podcast at the pod ones podcast at pod ones on twitter and at the pod ones pod on instagram again guys thank you i appreciate you all um we will see you next thursday and friday it's gonna be a hectic week keep your eyes open uh, no eternal spoilers, please. I'm heading into the theater in about 20 minutes. Don't be a Is dick. Is that right? Don't Damn, be a dick. I, I can't believe Darth Vader shows up. Don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah, what, when, when did Stewie become an eternal? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, may the force be with you guys. Always. See you guys. Uh, Thank you guys for watching. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.